Day 117. Tackling the hidden issue with building habits. Hidden might be not the best word as I think of it now. The issue that I am about to write is not exactly hidden, but is also hard to see very often when you attempt to set up and maintain routines. Technically, if not visible, you might call it hidden, but precisely speaking, for something to be hidden, it must be purposefully obstructed from the view. We are getting into semantics here, but I hope you get the gist of it. So what is that hidden, not hidden issue in building habits? When we start establishing good or beneficial routines, we focus on finding the time for them, the right place and way to perform them so they can stick. The better the placement, the more likely for particular habits to establish, right? Yes, but remember that we have only 24 hours per day to manage our circadian rhythm. At least third of it should be our sleep. And then we have other things to attend to. This time is kind of fixed for all of us. Successful people or not, there is no advantage here for anyone. It's only about how well we manage this time and how do we structure it so it works towards our higher purpose and better life. That's it, right? True. This is foundation to understanding why building new habits might be tricky. We all have a lot of bad habits and routines that do not make our life better, more successful, and in fact, very often even make it worse and damage our life, be it health, relationships, or general mental well-being. If we only add new beautiful habits, it usually ends up like painting a wall when there is mold and you don't clean it. You know what happens when you paint a wet and or moldy walls? Exactly. Paint does not stick. It will certainly peel and fall off. It's just a matter of time. So what's the solution? You probably guessed it, but let me break it down in two different approaches. Both are intertwined, but can be used in parallel to improve life without focusing too much on each one of them. First, identify useless, unhealthy or damaging bad habit and replace it in exactly the same time of day slash night with new one that you would benefit from. Why is it different from the second point that you'll read in a moment is that you must plan for and match the right habit for the usual pattern that bad habit holds. These routines should be similar, but likely on other sides of the spectrum, almost like yin and yang, day and night. They don't have to be a total opposites, but need to belong to quite the opposite categories at least, and be a good fit for the time of day or night that you have bad routine and want to replace it. I think examples are always a good idea which not everyone gives when they preach their methods. In this case, if your bad habit is morning wake-up and phone check, which leads you to slower start, wasted time, 
and less energy for the beginning of the day and also demotivates you when you see some email or social media post, this should be replaced with pretty much morning habit that boosts your energy and makes you feel more energetic to jumpstart the day. There are plenty of them, but let me give you one of multiple solutions, or rather combinations. First of all, the phone shouldn't be in the room where you sleep, but if you have to use alarm in your phone, at least put the phone away from the bed, enough that you have to stand up and walk a little before you can turn the alarm off. On top of that, make sure that before you turn the alarm off, you have to do five repetitions of something like push-up, jumping jacks, burpees, squats, ab crunches, something to start pumping your blood to wake you up. Between turning alarm off and checking any notification or unlocking the phone even, make sure that you drink one glass of water. That's it. Believe me, your day will be different the first time you will do it. Maybe even the urge to check the phone will go away. And this is just one combination of many things that you can do. But I thought that this particular one is available for any type of person. Second way of working your habits out is similar but does not require synchronization or a similar pattern and time of day. You still need to identify old bad habit to remove and new habit to add, but the key thing is to identify the bad one and eliminate it. You should shift other existing routine in place of the eliminated one, thus making room for the new habit to settle in place. This does not need example, I think, as it requires no matching of habit type. In all cases, the core principle is that you always remove a nail, bad habit, before putting plaster, new routine. If you try to pile up new habits while have a full day schedule of different unnecessary things, they will always win over the new routines because they have established place in your head and are stronger psychologically. The time they already occupy, plus the fact that new habit requires extra effort and squeeze in your limited daily schedule, will always be against your new way of life. So remember to try and replace bad with good, be it like-alike or different ones, but always one for one. Eliminating bad and established habits is hard in itself, but if you do it with a filler, in a form of new better habit, it gives you better odds to succeed. Because I wrote a couple of last posts mainly about dual days of my existence, I wanted this post to be more useful to you readers. As a short update on my side, infection still holds, but I feel like it is easing down. The pictures are from our morning walk, regardless of how crappy we feel, we always try to apply active recovery, even if it's a walk every second day during sickness. The sun, the air and the blood pumping in our veins are probably the only reasonable hope to get out of infection quickly. Drugs and so-called cures are sometimes useful, but in most part, it is up to our body to defend itself. And it defends best when it's given opportunity 
to maintain active and balanced lifestyle on physical, mental and nutritional level. Albeit nutritional kind of belongs to physical.